Welcome back to episode four of Nonfiction Breakdown. This week we'll be talking about empathy and how we feel for our characters in our books. We would also like to wish all of our listeners a happy Thanksgiving and we hope you spend it with the people you love most. Now back to the show. Now into section one, Dylan's section. So the first question this week is, consider a person in your reading that you've been able to empathize with. How has empathizing with this person helped you understand their situation better? I said I feel empathy for Pete Rose, even though he did something wrong by betting on his team to win. But I do not see how that should result in him never being able to go to the Hall of Fame when he is clearly one of the greatest, if not the greatest hitter of all time. If I were to be in his shoes, I would feel like all the blood, sweat, and tears he left behind because of baseball and has left behind his whole career was a waste just because I made a dumb mistake by betting on myself and my team to win. The second question is, is there a person in your reading that you initially had not understood or had dismissed until you actively tried to empathize with them? I said, yeah. So Pete Rose in the beginning was a very hard worker, and I didn't realize how much he prided himself on his ability to play baseball, even at a young age. So I dismissed the fact that this punishment that he had been dealt will hurt him way more than any money he would have to give back or any apology he would have to write. Because this punishment has not just materialistic things. It is taking away what he worked for his entire life. They took away his chance to be placed on the wall next to all the greats. So, question three is, in your experience, is reading an effective method to exercise empathy? Are there other methods that you think people should implement in their lives? I said yes, while reading, you may even feel more empathetic towards someone because they wrote a book about their problems, so they must have had it hard, and it must have been, must have been important in some way. So reading actually may make you feel more towards one of the characters than a person you might see in your everyday life, which is crazy. So question four is, how do we go from empathizing with someone that we read about, hear of, or meet, to taking action to help, support, or care for them? In other words, how do we turn empathy into action? And I said, well, you have to think about their situation, and you would have to find the best way to ease their problem. Or help them with their problem. If I were to help a homeless man, I wouldn't have to do the same thing as if I was helping someone struggling with anxiety or depression. So basically, you just have to base uh, your action off of what would help the person most in their situation. The big picture question is, in what ways has learning about stories of another increased your own capacity for empathy? I said, well, stories and books normally have a bigger problem that you have ever ran across. So it really gets you to wondering how bad it must have been to live through that. But it also allows you to see how certain people react to problems and how bystanders either leap into action or just watch the problem take more and more of a toll on a person. But more than anything else, it expands your thinking about how to help someone because every situation is different.
Empathizing and wanting to help the character in the book may just teach you to help someone in a situation that you may not have come across yet in your real life. Now into section tip, Cassius's section. So far in my book, Hitler has prepared to go to war against all democratic countries such as France, England, Russia, Sweden, and mostly all the Jewish countries that he doesn't like. In this book, I empathize with Hitler because how he's leading a country during a, a depression, and it's really not easy. Even though he's trying to kill half the world, but although there are people there who think that he's not a good fit and he's still in office. Thank you all for listening in. We will catch you next time on Nonfiction Breakdown.